The Comedy Zone Podcast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. From the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast and email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your hosts, Will Jacobs and Sammy Joe Francis. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I'm only doing that song when all three of us are here. That's okay. my new thing. Right. So I don't know why you're pointing together, your fork at me so aggressively, but okay. I, it's just, I'm Philly. I, you know, yeah. just, I grew up. Yeah, no, I know. That's why I'm scared. <laughs> so here's what I knew. Okay, we were talking about this off air. The NFL draft was last night, first round. I knew, okay, as soon as I saw the draft come on and the Carolina Panthers were up, I immediately thought of Sammy. Oh, did you now? Yes, because every year I've known Sammy now. It's not has not been many years, but it feels like many. It feels like I know you since I was a kid. <laughs> like, why can't I get rid of her? <laughs> it feels like we know each other forever. One thing I know about Sammy is she always has issues with the Panthers Listen, draft. Okay. Every year. <laughs> I'm just saying. They could take Jesus and be like, well, he's kind of short. <laughs> right. Well, we don't have a lot of rainy games. I don't know what he's going to be good for. Can't walk on water if there's no water. A carpenter? Yeah. Sorry, not a good route runner. <laughs> not yeah. a good route runner. So so the, the so I'll be quiet. What did you think of the draft? Say? Well, first, I have to comment that you're wearing a run DMC shirt. And last year the popular thing was the run CMC shirt because we got Christian McCaffrey in our draft. Now, yes, he he was all right. Why are you it just was like I think we developed it more towards the end of the season. However, okay. it wasn't like he came out of the draft guns a blazing. Right. Like the number two <laughs> pick is going to do, in my humble oh, opinion. Oh, Saquon Barkley? Mm-hmm. Well, who went to the Giants, who now also has Odell Beckham? No. Jonathan Stewart. Eli Man- oh, they got Jonathan back. Stewart? I didn't know he went there. So not only is he like he's a young talent and I think he'll do really well, but now you've got a veteran who's just a beast still. As a running back. Anyways, I digress. So when it came to the Panthers, which was a little bit lower, so it took forever. Mm-hmm. But I swear to God, when the clock went up for the Panthers, it was the longest. However many minutes it was, I was like, <laughs> "You think they extended is this the, the clock eighth for commercial?" <laughs> well, they're saying now that these teams are taking their full time. Even if they make their picks early, they're taking their full Why? time so that people talk about them during their ten minutes of. Oh, so they could trend on they Twitter. Didn't, uh, yeah, that like they they're didn't making take their, all right. of their time. And you know what? Why, as the number one pick, were you taking all of your time? <laughs> you had all of. You should be like the draft has started. The pick is in. Yeah. The only excuse is if you were considering trading it, and at the last minute you decided the no, Browns. Trade no, they weren't. They were like, we need all the help we can get. And you know who's going to do it? Baker fucking Mayfield. <laughs> okay, so now just let every me... sports analyst was like, mind right. blown. Let me just say this real quick because I still want to hear more Sammy's thoughts on this. But I just told y'all before we got on air, I, I got home because I couldn't see the start of the draft because I was out running errands. And I got home and I saw Baker Mayfield flash on my phone. And I'm like, damn, they're already at pick 20? <laughs> <laughs> and I look down and I'm like, number one. <laughs> what? what the? I... Oh, my damn. <laughs> what? So if you were, let's just play a little role play. Mm-hmm. If you were a Browns fan, 
Yeah. And you see that. Right. Are you then <laughs> the replay they show years from now where the crowd's just angry like, yeah. mother <laughs> And then they took like a corner? Yeah. Uh, it, with their second pick. The which was the four? fourth pick overall. Uh, yeah. yeah, and it was... Uh, I don't know. We have a girl that works with us that's a Browns fan, so I followed her around on Snapchat. Oh, was she like, was keeping up with Mayfield, this? Mayfield, Because <laughs> I'm an ass. I heard but a lot she of, didn't think that that's who they would pick. I heard a lot of analysts had Mayfield like fourth, fifth out of the quarterbacks. I was well, surprised. it's crazy because he may have gone first overall if he didn't have such a shit reputation. Oh, if he wasn't in, running from cops? In the analysts' opinions, yeah. Yeah. But because he was, they're like, oh, there's no way the Browns are going to get Johnny football number two. Yeah, I didn't. I would not have drafted him because he couldn't get away from the cops. Because cops generally aren't that fast, right, right? And he took off and he got caught within steps. So that told me he's not. <laughs> yeah, that, I don't two think steps, and they were like freeze. He's like, all right, Michael Vick. They still be looking for him, right? Right. And so I, so, so I'm just saying, <laughs> Take one. if he's my gone. quarterback takes off from the cops, he's got to get more than ten feet. That's all I'm saying, <laughs> right? That's I don't. Draft you have that to get guy. a first down, or you're not my quarterback. You're not on my board. You're not on my board. If you should, can't outrun three cops, you're not on my board. They should just, add that to the combine. It would be much more interesting than the 40 yard dash. That would be good. I'll tell you this the black players would get much faster. <laughs> <laughs> You'd see times you never saw before. Well, uh, this is also not shocking that you would require that because you're an Eagles fan. <laughs> so you have to run from the cops a lot in Philly. <laughs> that is fair. That's and and but that this is all goes into my evaluation process. So the Browns took Mayfield. And then uh, Saquon Barkley went to the Giants. Yeah. You like that pick, Sam? You thought that was a I, good pick. I think it was. I don't like the Giants per se, but, but you like him. As I a think prospect. yeah, because everybody thought he was going to be the number one. I think he was the best prospect in the draft by far, which is weird because I like it better when there's kind of like a toss up, like who is going to be number one. Right. Um, and this is definitely a plot twist, but <laughs> well, I I think they were two, and then who was three? Uh, Sam Darnold. To the Jets. The Jets traded up. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, By the way, did y'all know that he has a grandfather whose name was Richard Hammer, which would make his name Dick Hammer? Are you serious? Somebody tweeted that, and I was like, oh, my God, that's the best thing ever. Somebody just topped Spooky Piney Grove. Yeah. (laughs) Dick Hammer. That's got to slide to number two. Dick Hammer is strong. Dick Hammer. I kind of wish that was my name, but then I I don't really. Well, what is it? The... (laughs) The name of your pet. Your pet would have to be named Dick. No. Yeah. Right, your first pet and the street you grew up on. Hammer. Yeah. Hammer Street. Yeah, I could see Hammer Street. I need some like. You could see a Hammer Street? Yeah, I could see a Hammer Street. I could see a Hammer Street if a Hammer street MC somewhere. Hammer's hometown <laughs> right. named a street if, after him. If he ah, paved a, a road to build his house that he then went bankrupt on, named Hammer Street. It would be called Hammer Street. Yeah. Right. And his dog was named Dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what I knew about when Baker Mayfield went. There were about five or six teams that it took them a minute to get their pick ready because they had to stop masturbating yeah, yeah. after they saw him go there. Because <laughs> right. it's like, oh, shit. Rosen's sliding down. Yeah. Uh, who's the other guy? The two guys, Rosen and Allen. I think mm-hmm. they, yeah. were, they slid down. Yeah. Chubb and slid to Denver. You know what's crazy? I did not expect Lamar Jackson to go so late. That was interesting. I, because I think he's really good. Yeah, I, I think he's promising. Yeah. So what's the knock on him, that he's not accurate enough? He's not... I don't know. I don't think he had a great combine, maybe. I don't know. I didn't look at he why. He wouldn't run. I know he wouldn't run. Yeah, that may be it. He didn't run the 40. Yeah. But like, he's fast as shit. Why do yeah. you need to... Yeah, it, it, I, and the 40-yard, honestly, the 40-yard dash. Did y'all, re- do y'all remember that? that yeah. Didn't we talk about this, the combine where the guy's dick came out? 
<laughs> yeah. Well, Did yeah. we talk last about year, that? Yeah. Because yeah. last year, it's like he was running, and you can't stop and pull your pants up. <laughs> you got to keep going. Dick out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I didn't see my man's Johnson fly out during this. Neither did I. I tried to look it up. You got to be running fast as shit for your penis. Right? <laughs> I think that gives you him. extra points. <laughs> I'd be like, damn. Sign I'd, him. I'd, I'd write down the time and then asterisk dick out. Like, that would be... <laughs> Like, okay, we're dealing with serious talent. You were going close to flight speed because your dick was out, so... I think the broad takeaway from this is I don't look at the things people traditionally look at. <laughs> I look at how fast you can run to cops, and if you're fast enough for your penis to fly out of your pants, that's fucking fast. Right. I've only seen a man's but penis fly out once and it was in the middle of a fight. His penis didn't fly out. But he didn't stop either because you go get your ass whooped if you stop fighting. So he just kept fighting with his dick flopping around. Oh, no, that's not. I said Saquon. Oh, Saquon's penis? His? Yeah, I think we're mixing stories. What happened with Saquon's <laughs> penis? I said it didn't come out and he's fast as shit. Well, he could be faster though. Okay. If his right. dick came out, Listen, then I'd you got to like, push yourself. We need to see the tip. If Saquon's dick came out, I'd say this is a Hall of Famer. Right okay. now, I know he's going to be pretty good. But if his dick comes out during a the game, there are people can't. saying he's going to be the next Adrian Peterson. What do you think? I can see that. I could see that. That's a lot. That's Except saying he's not a lot, gonna, though. He's not going to beat a toddler. I just, I'm putting it out there. Too soon? Too soon? See, here's the thing. That's why you know Adrian Peterson is fast, because he beat his toddler and then took off. Cops couldn't find him. And then he beat the case. <laughs> so, uh, took off from that one, too. <laughs> Bye. So, okay. So, if you're the Giants, okay, because you say you like the prospect. I do. You, you're drafting at number two. You think it's okay to take a quarterback that early? I mean, a running back that early? Yes, because... Eli needs to stop getting hit. Okay. He's getting older, and they need him for at least a couple more years till they find a, a quarterback that can replace him. So if you hand the ball off, you're getting hit less, and now you have two viable options, a veteran and a rookie. Mm. So that, mu- that must say a lot about what they thought of the quarterbacks, right? Because well, they're I saying we'd rather take a running back than a franchise quarterback. They must not have seen a franchise quarterback. It, they're not getting rid of Eli for at least two years. Mm-hmm. I Maybe more, but at least two years. And that's why I think that they're like, you know what, we'll we might get one later in the draft that we can develop, but that's not what we're putting our oh. money in. Plus, if you're the number two pick, you don't think Saquon's gonna be there. Going into this draft, you're like, nah, he's fucking gone. I guess we'll choose somebody else. Maybe we'll So we'll people pick thought Baker. Saquon would go one. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say was that if that guy falls but to you at two, you You have you to pick him up. Throw the board out and pick yeah. up and pick that guy. Okay. Because even if you use him as a trading piece, mm-hmm. yeah. anybody'll trade for that. I, except the Browns, I, but they will trade for, for another quarterback. Yeah. Well, they want right. Mayfield, but I I was not as high on that pick as y'all. Saquon, I, I was at, yeah, I was actually kind of excited that they took a running back. Yeah, because I I think, it, but I'll say this too: I didn't watch much college football this year. Right, neither did I. So it's just a positional discussion. I don't generally believe in Missionary. taking running back. Well, that either. That's old school. Yeah, I don't generally believe in taking running backs really early. The running back. Uh, Jonathan Stewart posted something the other day that said the last of a dying breed because there's not as much importance put on running backs as there is the arm of a quarterback to the receivers and the tight ends. Right, or the backs who can play in the H and catch passes out of the backfield. Right. Well, well, here's some of the issue with a running back. A running back's shelf life of peak production is what, let's say five years? Four. Right, unless unless you're a beast. Okay, right. Right. Because Jonathan Stewart's been in it. 
yeah. a minute. That's fair. So then if you are picking up that high in the draft, your team usually sucks, right? Right. So you're five years away from being good. Right. So by the time you're good. Oh, the running back's going to be gone. That's what I'm saying. So that's why I generally don't believe in taking them. But you don't turn around now. I mean, the Jacksonville Jaguars made it to the AFC Championship game this year, and they were hammered dog shit and, a, year, a year ago. <laughs> and hold on. Side note. They got fucked out of that game. That was a bullshit game. I agree. Patriots but, yeah. cheated to fucking win that one. <laughs> So would you rather have Say it loud, say it proud. <laughs> say it with your chest. So would you Okay, so would you rather have let's take two players. Adrian Peterson for 10 years uh or not 10 years, but how long was he good? Maybe 6 7 years he was like lights out. Yeah, 6, six seven. 7. Yeah. Would you rather have 6 7 years of that or 6 7 years of Darrell Revis at his peak? Like a stud corner like a shutdown or a corner. Stud, yeah. Shutdown corner, lights out running back. It, I think that it, it's too broad of a question because I okay. need to know the other pieces. What your team I, has? I think defense wins championships. Okay. And that's what I'm going to stick with because that's what I've always thought. Yeah. And that's why the Panthers got to the Super Bowl okay. because we had shut down. For sure. You had Josh Norman. For sure. For sure. You had Benet when he was still healthy. I mean, you had a stacked squad. And the only reason Denver won is because they had a better defense. Right. The offense shit the bed on both sides of the ball. Great point. So that's why I think – if if the rest of your offense is pretty solid or even mediocre, then go with the corner. Okay. All day long. So you think that for the Giants that was a good pick? I don't I don't know what their defense looks like. Dog shit. Well, their whole team looked like dog shit. So really, yeah. I so mean, how many, so many games holes. did they how many games did they win last year? Five. Five. Yeah, cuz they didn't trade in the number 2. No. They yeah. earned number yeah. 2. Right. They suck. And it's not like they were like, "Oh, you know what? We're going to lose these so we can get a top pick." Nah. Y'all just sucked. Just sucked. <laughs> you weren't even pretending. So what's your what's your take on that? I see a lot of Big Ten football, and this guy is a this guy's a stud. He's going to be a quality running back in the NFL beast. for a long, long time. Yeah. Uh, and I thought for the Giants it was a great pick. The fact if that he, he dropped healthy. down, like I said, yeah. If it, I don't want to put it out there. There's always that. Yeah. There are but, freak accidents that happen in OTAs, and that's a, a position yeah, uh, prone to injury. Uh, right. Running back. What uh, Kajana Carter? Oh, I remember him. Remember yeah, him? Penn State, another Penn State yep. guy. Bengals picked him up first round. He was going to be the you know the second coming, and blew his knee out in the, in the first exhibition game. Never played again. Well, that's the thing. Running back. I mean, that's just wild. Yeah. Running back's almost like tight end, to where you got like defensive linemen flopping on you. Mm-hmm. Right. Where if you're a receiver, the the corners tackling you. Yeah. But when you're the running back, you're up in the middle of that shit. They yeah. get hurt a lot. Yeah. yeah. So I had a a friend of mine. Oh, uh, actually, my co-host on my racing show was yeah. saying. My kids aren't going to play football unless they're playing quarterback or wide receiver. And I was like, why? And he's like, because otherwise you're getting squashed Yeah. in the middle of a pack of like 40 dudes. He's like, no. So if you're not good enough to be a quarterback or wide receiver, you're not playing. What if they don't want to be a kicker? Nope. Backup quarterback? You saw? Did you see <laughs> Hauschka in that playoff player. game where he got flipped and broke <laughs> his fucking yeah. iced his nose real quick? <laughs> yeah. Did a close up on him. He's like, oh, looking like Ronda Rousey. Right. No. So you have a son. Would you let him play football? Um, I think I would let him do ballet. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I think basketball probably. Okay. Just because Daniel, that's Daniel's passion. And I think yeah. like the concussion protocol is no fucking joke. So you, you I think that would scare what? me. Um, as far as like the contact sport of football, mm-hmm. basketball, I think you have. Um, other injuries that are very serious, you know, shoulders, knees, et cetera. Yeah. But as far as like helmet, like if you need a helmet to play something, 
That makes me a little nervous. Okay, because I was only confused initially because a lot of people call the concussion protocol a joke. So when she yeah, said yeah. the concussion protocol is not a joke, I'm yeah. like, most people, but you're saying that in terms oh, of what that represents. Oh, I think it's absolutely a thing. Well, yeah, these concussions, man, I, and when you see these players down the line, some of these guys are in Dude, bad shape. Luke Keekley. That was the scariest. I was at that game when he got knocked out by the Saints and was crying and didn't remember crying. Mm-hmm. Uncontrollably on the field. He had no idea what the fuck was going on. Come on, man. Like, that's crazy to me. So the fact that he's already had two and they were not back to back, but pretty close together as far mm-hmm. as like not seasons split apart. That's scary. Yeah. I mean, you're messing with somebody's life down the line. Not to get on a soapbox, but I'm just saying there is a reason that they have all these protections. And then you have guys who headhunt. Like Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, I think there's, I think there's a way to coach that. I think there's there's a way to coach a lot of that head injury danger out of football. True, but but I, but it's going to take decades. I also think there's it's, coaches yeah. that are like, kill them. It's much less though now. I think than it used to be. Yeah, I mean, when the Saints like, got you know, when caught, I played in high school, yeah, you know, like you know, not to go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're fine. Rub some dirt right. on it. Get back out there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or like when Bounty Gate happened with the Saints, where yeah. like there was oh, undercover footage of like paying people to hurt. Yeah. People. Oh, if you knock him the fuck out, you get an extra five thousand dollars. Who's not gonna do that? Right. If that's your job, anyways. Yeah. But you can still hit a guy without hitting him. In totally. The head, without and they've using done a lot your of head as a weapon. Yeah, they've got something called Heads yeah. Up Football now, yeah. that is um, a former coach teaching how to tackle yeah. and avoid. See what you hit. Hit. Hit what you see. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they need to Instead go back. Instead of putting your head down and just right, they said maybe they need to go back to leather helmets. Oh, <laughs> no face masks. Well, they should ask. That's Tom- what Aditka said. That take away the face mask, man. No one will ever hit with their head ever again. Well, they should ask Tom Brady <laughs> what that was like. He played then. All you guys ask Tom Brady, oh what was that God. like? How did Can you I, like the leather helmets? Did y'all see that headline where it was like? Tom Brady hasn't agreed to play for the 2018 season. I'm like, oh, shut no the shit. fuck up. <laughs> Who was out here like he might not play? <laughs> that dude threw for 1,000 yards in the right. Super Bowl. Who's out here like he might yeah. not play? Who was sitting at home worried that Tom Brady was retiring? <laughs> nobody. Not even Giselle. Right. Like, like Nobody was worried about that. The only people sweating was the city of New England. Like, oh, shit. We haven't created a parade for him. Right. Should we get on that? Right. That feels like clickbait Lifetime almost. Achievement. Like, no question. Of no course question. it was. Right? Yeah. But it's like, really? Y'all don't have anything else to talk about on SportsCenter? <laughs> Tom Brady might not play. Oh, shut up. Just sit down. They said Gronk might not. Remember they were like, <laughs> Brady and Gronk might not play? Yeah. Like, I didn't think. I thought, yeah, I'm like, they're both going to play. Because Gronk, uh, he's got too much money on the line. I could see him leaving, though. Could, I could you? see him walking away. I could see him because he wants to be in movies. He wants to be a Yeah, but a, I think action. he'll he'll play until he can't. I just think his competitive spirit is too I don't know. And I don't like him. Okay. It's you don't not, like Gronk. I just No. Because he's a patriot. No. <laughs> That's fair. I'm with you on no. all of them. He's no, I was in I was in uh in Tucson when he played at at the University of Arizona and saw him and covered some of the stuff and he's Yeah. No, he's a beast. I will not take away. Yeah, his that's not skill. where I was going. Oh, <laughs> he's not the sharpest knife in the drawer. I know well, that shouldn't come as a shock to anybody. Have you seen but... any interview? <laughs> Have you seen any interview? I've, with him? I've interviewed him. Yeah, that's my he's, point. You've interviewed Gronk. Yeah, when I was because he played for Arizona, right? Did you just ask yeah, him how to spell his name? <laughs> Gronk. Gronk. He was just. He went to. He committed to Arizona. The Duke could have played anywhere. Committed to Arizona because of the girls. 
I, I can't even speak yeah, on I mean, that. That's right? why he fine to, in Arizona. He, he, uh, he, yeah, the University <laughs> of Arizona. There's some quality talent. That's, that's not the part you question. Yeah, right. <laughs> <Right. No. laughs> but he could have played anywhere. Instead, he went to a, at best, middle of the pack Pac-10 team because there were girls. And, at Tucson. Magical kitty. Yeah. That is the woof, the power of the woohoo. Yes. <laughs> Look at this. We've turned it into a sports podcast, which I really enjoy. <laughs> I okay. love it too. I just love this it. This is the podcast I always wanted to do. <laughs> right. Well, you know what? We can still make that <laughs> happen. We might as well. Yeah, we <laughs> uh, Let's just convert the shit. We ain't getting right guests no way. Who Welcome did? to the Sports Zone podcast. <laughs> Speaking of the Patriots, I'm not liking them. They got rid of so many people in the offseason. Holy cow. They did. And I think they had a pick <laughs> above the Panthers, which was mind-blowing to me. Hmm. But they that was one of the ones they got for the Brandon they Cooks. They traded. Yeah, the Cooks okay. Yeah. Yeah, they um, they, like, they showed the list on who they got rid of in the offseason. It was like, <laughs> everybody, except for Tom Brady and Gronk. <laughs> but that's what he does, Oh, when though. they do the side-by-side. Yeah. Side. <laughs> and they picked up like five people, got rid of like eight. I was yeah. like, what? Yeah. And yeah. they will still be good. I yeah. guarantee you that's what Belichick be does, though, man. Yeah. Yeah. He just he uses guys until they have no use. Lost to him defensive anymore. and offensive coordinators. Same here. I just use them until that's, I don't need them anymore. That's what that's I And you still yeah. shining. Right. I'm like a black widow. That's how it is. Suck the life out of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I as Brian. So let okay. We talked to the Panthers. Detroit took a center. Woo! That is woo. <laughs> hey now, nothing. Brian was your fan on base. his feet. <laughs> nothing sets a draft party. <laughs> nothing makes a draft party lit. Like drafted a center. Woo! I mean, if if you guys watch college football, that's the only position I watch is the center. I, I'm with you. I don't want to watch touchdowns. I don't know why I they don't have any other cameras. Nothing more exciting than a good reach block. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that your life motto? <laughs> so, and I mentioned this earlier. Didn't they draft a center like a couple years ago? Yeah, then we're gonna, they're going to move him to guard with this kid at center. Because this kid is just, he must be. He's good. He's good. But. What did you think y'all needed? Because center just sounds a bit excessive. I want any. Anybody. He wanted Baker Mayfield. <laughs> right, exactly. Would you have been happier with Baker Mayfield? No. Okay. We have a quarterback. By we, I mean the Lions. I would have. I would have accepted anybody who can run the ball for a hundred yards in one game. Oh yeah, that's been a long time since y'all had a hundred thirteen or something Ooh. crazy. Like that. Anybody who can carry the rock for a hundred yards in a game. What if Sony you guys Michelle, just brought Megatron back? If what? If you just brought Megatron back. I'm sure. Yeah, that'd be great. But <laughs> I don't think he wants to play anymore. After Dancing with the Stars, he was like, I'm out. You, y'all, what? So you wanted a running back. I want, I, it, I think that would have helped. Isn't the kid Chubb still available? They had some good running backs available, right? Was he still available? I think he's, yeah. What yeah, pick did you guys have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, what pick did you guys yeah, have? Yeah, the kid, the uh, 20. I thought Chubb was not available. Chubb was not available because uh, there was a Denver defensive end named Chubb, and that oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Nick yeah, Chubb yeah. got right. drafted by Denver. But yeah. what's the other Chubb? Um, the Chubb morning Rock, Chubb. What's his name? Chubb. Morning Chubb. Morning Chubb. Afternoon morning Chubb. Chubb. <laughs> didn't go. <laughs> yeah, I will. Morning say, Chubb still waiting. I did not have a Chubb after the Lions made their pick at number. 20. Yeah. No, I th- I think it's a fine pick. I feel like number twenty in the first round might be a little high for a center. Yeah. But you know that I, center was fine. like, it's fine. fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> he was like, he wasn't even watching the draft. Right. He's like, he I'll like, be, what? I'm going to be drafted in round two, round three. I'm just going to go was, play top golf. Was that the Avengers movie? Yeah. <laughs> Detroit Lions. <laughs> He's like FaceTiming in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. There's a movie on, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. But yeah, I'll hit you up later. <laughs> Why the hell? Is, what? Yeah, I. It's 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 fine. 
It's a fine pick. I don't. I. It's fine. It's Listen. Fine. All I want you to remember during this upcoming season is. You won a college championship. Just did the Eagles that. have just anybody in the first round? University. We traded out, which is what I expected. Yeah, the to last do. pick. Yeah, we were at thirty-two, but we traded a bunch of stuff to get Carson Wentz years ago. Yeah. yeah. So we didn't have a second round pick, so we got a second round pick. We got two second round okay. picks to trade out of the first. That's smart. Yeah. Plus, I, I, we don't have any glaring holes. I thought. Well, <laughs> I thought um, the Panthers were Fan going base. to trade. <laughs> you thought what? I thought they would trade out of the first round to get more. Oh yeah. Because. They say the strength of this draft class isn't. Yeah, you know, next year is supposed first, to be better, right? Which is why I think the Eagles wanted a second pick next year because they were either going to get a third rounder this year or a second next year. Yeah, and they said we'll take the second next year. Yeah, because they supposed. Oh, oh, by the way, first of all, by the way, thanks a fucking lot for Daryl Worley. Okay. Oh, you're welcome. We traded for him. He was Torrey there Smith. two days. We got Tory Smith. They got Tory Smith. We got a guy sleeping his car at the intersection. Okay. <laughs> The cops pull up on him. He like, what the fuck's your problem? I'm just sleeping at the intersection. No, he didn't. Yo, yes, he did. So then he gets arrested. <laughs> I think. Uh, he might- hey, the ink's already dry. You can't have Yo, your guy back. We already released him. He has been released. Y'all they- can have him back. You're welcome. We re- we we didn't get shit. Oh, that's amazing. We didn't that's- get shit. I didn't know that, but. Thanks no. for Tory Smith. We didn't get nothing but paperwork for the Philly PD. That's yeah. it. Which the Philly PD is appreciative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't get shit. Daryl Worley. Thanks it for It just would have made young. it better if he pulled like a Baker Mayfield and was like, do you know who I am? Uh, and they could have been like, no. Is there <laughs> anything worse than the short white guy yelling, do you know who I am? Is there do anything you know worse who I than am anybody? Or do you know who my father is? Those two. That I expect in South Charlotte. I saw a video of a guy yelling at, at a bouncer, and the guy proceeded to slam him on his neck. And he was like, you know, you must not know my father. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't think it matters. I don't think he cares yeah. who that is. Yeah. Yeah. So. Is your father here to massage your neck? No? <laughs> All right. Well, then keep it moving. Yeah. That is, uh, that, yeah. So, I guess that's the draft. So, tonight's round two. Um, yeah, Friday night, round two three. and three and four. Four Saturday, maybe something like that. I don't know. They drag it out. So going forward, the rest of the draft is any positions you want to see the Panthers pick up? Secondary. Secondary. So they need secondary. safety corner. And you know what? They could they could get a they kind of need a center. Mm. <laughs> well, we have I a got couple. You can talk yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're we're not gonna fucking be crazy and draft them in the first round. <laughs> but, they got um, centers playing tackle. They got because a I think Khalil is getting a little bit older. Yeah. So you need to start looking for that, at least to bring him in. Not necessarily to start, but Khalil was out, I think, a couple of games last year or the year before. I think he missed a lot of last year, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. And so like that's that needs to be a priority in the second or third round because there are a lot of good, you know, middle-of-the-pack guys that you could get in the second round. I so. hear there's, there's still some good value yeah. in different yeah. spots. That's yeah, but I, I still think secondary because their argument is, well, they're great, like if our defense is good, if our our defensive linemen are good, well, no, because if you have somebody who's better than them on the offense and they get past them, then your secondary is going to get lit up. No, that's not how this works. Yeah, that's problematic. Right. But that seems to be the Panthers' blueprint: is they put a lot of emphasis Should on the front I seven. Should I anonymously send football for dummies? <laughs> well, now that Jerry Richardson's out, one dummy's gone. Not so you can... not necessarily. Excuse me. <laughs> He's not out yet. They nobody's bought the team yet. Really? Yeah. What's they waiting on? I don't know. I think they're. He's got a number in mind. 
She's probably 69. I'm just guessing <laughs> from the allegations. Well, you know, Saints fans say, actually, we own the Panthers. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was insensitive. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, they're looking for a new owner. Why? The Saints already own them. That's rough. And I'm wondering if um, if the Saints are going to end up selling because the wife of Tom Benson now owns the Saints and the Pelicans. Damn. Yeah, because he passed. Yeah. So, and this is a, a while ago. They like a couple of years ago. They had a lawsuit because I think they were divorced about like who owns it, and they have equal rights. Mm. So when he passed away, she inherited all rights. Wow. Yeah. And my brother's friends with her new husband. So <laughs> hire me. Well, there we no go. There we go. Y'all hear it, people? Listen, make it happen. So Brian, what's the what what positions are you looking for? Uh, center. Uh, center again. I, yeah. I, if I'd we could just draft eight centers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd I'd like to see them shore up their secondary. I would like to see some sort of deep threat in the in the receiver position. Deep what? You don't consider deep Marvin threat. Jones a deep threat? I th- I think he's fine. Oh my god, that is the word of the, the job. Off, yeah. <laughs> take the lid off the secondary. He's not Deshaun yeah, Jackson. I mean, yeah, I don't. Think is there anybody specifically a, that you're like? That's who I fucking want. Uh, no, not really. Not right now. Okay. Somebody from Fair State. What's that college? Fair State. Somebody right. from Fair State. Somebody from Fair <laughs> No, although there's a, a couple guys from Fair who might get drafted might get in drafted. the fifth or sixth round. Uh, speaking of which, there's a guy who is in the draft. I guess he's entered the draft, so you can't go back to college after you've entered the draft, right? Correct. Like you're in. Um, named Mason Rudolph, who I covered in high school. Really? Mm-hmm. So, he, so you hoping he gets drafted then? Oh, yeah. I was like rooting for him because I was like, I didn't even know. Yeah. And Riley Ferguson from Butler is in it as well. Was, uh, one kid from Charlotte got picked in the top 10 last night. Mm, I didn't see. I can't remember his name. No, mm-hmm. off the top of my head. But yeah, kid from Charlotte. That's awesome. But so Mason played in South Carolina at Northwestern. And when I was packing up my stuff, he was like, finally, they sent a cute reporter to interview me. <laughs> I was like... Thanks, buddy. Hashtag me too. I am a cougar right now. Please get away from me. You are 17. <laughs> but if you really want. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> well, uh, as for the Eagles, um, uh, maybe a I, little depth on the uh, O-line. A lot of our guys are getting a little long in the Who'd two. y'all give up in the offseason? <sighs> offseason. Besides Blunt. Tories. Uh, Tory Smith Blunt went for, to Detroit. Tory yeah. Smith for nothing. You need a replacement for Daryl? Worley. <laughs> we need a place for Darrell. So maybe a little more uh, corner depth. Um, uh, we we're, we're pretty good at corner, but you I, to me with the way the NFL is now, you can't have too many great secondary centers? players. Oh, so, okay. Well, that second to centers, you can't have too many great centers. So I think uh, maybe uh, O line, uh, linebacker, and and secondary. Mm-hmm. I think we could. Our defensive line is ridiculous. I'm, I'm yeah. okay there. Um, but you know, we'll see how it shakes out. Is um, Legarrette Blunt? He, he went to Detroit. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he, he's not going to rush for 100 yards, is he? Isn't uh, he like a three yards? If you, and a, if you spot him 30, <laughs> <laughs> if you spot yeah. him 30, he'll rush for 100. Yeah. If he started from zero, 70. Do you remember uh, Oregon versus Boise State? Where he punched a dude in the face? Yeah, where he punched of the dude course. in the face. I love that kind of shit. And then like mix up. But well, you're an Eagles fan, of course you do. Well, I look, I like dick flopping out, running from cops. I like these are the things I look for. I don't. Sorry, can we just no, cut okay. that and use yeah. that to the audio? I board? like dicks flopping out. Yep, yep. <laughs> got it. <laughs> Thanks for repeating it, though. Appreciate please, that. please splice that up and make that a drop. I just love dicks flopping out. Which will be well, saying? we'll be something talking something serious, and here, all of a sudden, I just like dicks flopping out. <laughs> 
we'll get that. We'll, we'll have yeah, that. Yeah, please. We'll, Thank we'll you. Sorry. That. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and note the time. <laughs> Here's the issue I have with that. So it's kind of like in the handshake line, and he popped that Boise State linebacker in the in the like knocked out a tooth, as I remember. Yeah, and what then the like fuck? started kind of like mixing it up um, with some fans or something like that. Yeah, it got ugly. Where were his teammates? Nobody came to his defense. Says a lot. Yeah, it does. But nobody on the Oregon football team came to his defense. So are you thinking about this when he comes to Detroit? Absolutely, because he was pretty good in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and he was good in New England. Matt Patricia. Wait, that, who are we talking about? Lagarde Blunt. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who are your other running backs? I, I, that's a problem. Yeah. He can't be. I think they're moving a center to running well, back. Well, and he can't be the. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's not. Yeah. That's my point. Like you cannot got, have these guys who are problems in the locker room yeah. because it never ends well. Yeah. This the team is not an individual fucking thing. I feel like there's a reason he keeps hopping from team to team. I know he's got a couple Super Bowls under his belt with he, New England and that's with, the only reason he's still in. But the there's game. a reason he keeps hopping from team to team. Right. And that concerns me. Now, now, obviously, Matt Patricia is familiar with him, so there's a reason why he wanted to bring him in. He thinks he can tame him. I don't know, maybe. Well, he's also not the new style of running back, right? He doesn't catch. No, no, he's no. not that fast. Can he block? Uh, yeah, he can block. Okay. No, he can't. <laughs> <laughs> I just he thought about that after I said it. I was at the game. Block. No, he can't. He can't really block. Yeah. But I, so he's kind of a throwback player, mm-hmm. where a guy like Saquon Barkley, he's catching passes. Yep. He's, he's electric. The he's the hybrid. You yeah. got to have a hybrid now. So when you come on the field, a team doesn't know whether you it's can't a run be a play. 1970 stick shift. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. When you yeah. got a Toyota Prius. Thank you. Or 1950s battering ram. Thank you. Right. <laughs> he's a DeLorean. Is, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but got, not the cool everybody wants him from Back to the Future style. Not that kind. The he's, kind that are not your missing tooth a couple. Of, yeah. <laughs> The trunk full of cocaine, d- d- Delorean. That Delorean <laughs> falling asleep at a traffic a 90s, intersection. A nineties cowboys Delorean. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, okay, I think we did. I think we recapped the draft pretty well. We've, the people should be happy with we've this. We've done quality. What, we, what else can we do for you? All? Thanks for tuning into the Comedy Zone <laughs> podcast, where we talk football all the time. Let's uh, take a quick break. We'll talk about why we're talking football. Sounds good. Goodbye. Okay, we'll be back. You ready? You ready? Uh. Uh, I used to pray for times like this, to rhyme like this, so I had to grind like that, to shine like this, in a matter of time I spent. All right, dudes, I got a lot of stuff to tell you about, so listen up. Uh, first of all, I want to let you know Donnell Rawlings. Ashy Larry from The Chappelle Show is going to be in town, uh, is in town actually, right now, if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, or Saturday, April uh, 28th. Is that correct? April 27th? Today's the 27th, so the 20th. Yeah. So Donnell Rawlings uh, at the Comedy Zone. Fortune Feimster, May 4th and 5th. Kevin Farley, One Night Only, Sunday, May 6th. Huggy Lowdown and Chris Paul, May 10th through the 12th. Steve Ranazisi, May 17th through the 19th. Uh, here's what you do for tickets. Call the box office at 980-321-4702. 980-321-4702. Check out the Comedy Zone website at cltcomedyzone.com. All the dates and details, and you can even buy tickets right there through the website. Follow the Comedy Zone at Comedy Zone CLT on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Comedy Zone CLT on Facebook as well. As for the group, I am Will Jacobs. That would be Will Jacobs, uh, his Twitter account. Uh, Sammy on air, S-A-M-M-I on air sammy on air i'm at nz balto 72 if you like also need to let you know about the queen city podcast network uh we've taken five of the best podcasts in charlotte 
uh, the Charlotte podcast. Everything you want to know about what's going on in Charlotte at all times. They're doing some very cool stuff about the Mecklenburg Declaration of Independence. Uh, very cool stuff right now uh, at uh, um, the Charlotte podcast. Uh, cheers to Charlotte Radio. Everything you need to know about the local beer scene. It's growing. It's exploding. There, there are like more than 20 uh, local breweries in Charlotte. Find out what you need to know about the local brew scene with Cheers Charlotte Radio. Uh, Creative Loafing's Local Vibes podcast. That's local music. That is a very cool podcast. Some experimental stuff. Some great local hip-hop uh, taking place right now. Learn about that with Creative Loafing's Local Vibes podcast. Of course, the Comedy Zone podcast. You're listening to it right now. But I need to let you know about the Yelp Charlotte podcast. It connects you with great local businesses, including events, reviews, and interviews featuring people and businesses that make Charlotte the vibrant, dynamic city is it city it is. It's hosted by Yelp Charlotte Senior Community Marketing Director Nikki Wolf. It's available at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and on Amazon's Alexa. And you can find out about all the Queen City Podcast Network podcasts at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. Also want to uh, let you know that this past guest on the Yelp Charlotte podcast was former Carolina Panther receiver Steve Smith. So learn about what he does in the kitchen and that you never touch a man's grill and the movies and TV shows he likes. And the one thing he does in the kitchen that helps him unwind, which I, I have to admit, you would never expect to know that. So the Yelp Charlotte podcast, find out about that and all the other podcasts at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. Welcome back, everybody. What is this lame shit? Hey, Philadelphia. Oh, hey. So are you a fan of Boston? I'm, I'm not getting it. What? Everybody. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, that Who are fl- they playing in the first round? Well, we just beat Miami. Oh, that's right. We just beat Miami. Right. So now we're playing either Boston or Milwaukee. They got a game seven to see who we're going to stomp. Which is really surprising. But Boston had a lot of injuries, so. Yeah, that, that, I I can't remember the last time I saw a team that dealt with as much shit. And for them to even be in the playoffs. Yeah, I know. That coach, Brad Listen, Stevens. The game Daniel and I went to see in Boston against the Hawks, they lost. They were up by like 18. And they lost. Did they have Kyrie? No. Oh wow! So they and they with... played the whole fourth quarter with zero starters. Wow! And still won. No, they lost. Who? Oh, who? Atlanta lost. <laughs> Atlanta won. Oh, Boston lost. Right at the Garden. Do I, when they I start were up the by eighteen. Over again? Do you want to? Let's let's review <laughs> the game like we I should... went to in Boston. <laughs> okay. Let me explain basketball. There's yeah. a ball. Yeah. And they dribble. Keep going. And then they try and go to opposite sides of the court. I'm with you. Okay. So Boston yes, was lost. Up, was up the whole game. And blew the lead. Blew the lead. I thought Atlanta blew the lead. Okay. No, Boston blew the lead. Atlanta doesn't know what a lead is. That's true. They never they don't have them to right. blow. Yeah. And they and Sidel Curry's fiance was playing. So we were rooting for the Sidel who? Sidel Curry, uh, Steph, Steph Curry's little sister's fiance plays in the league. Whoa. Right. And he was on like a 10-day contract for Atlanta. Oh, cool. Okay. So we were just rooting for him. Oh. We were like, go, Mr. Curry. Did anyone He's else like, know who you were talking about? That's not my last name. <laughs> 
Did that anyone else know who that was? I don't know. I'm pretty sure because I'd never heard of Sidell Curry. Sidell is his little sister who was played volleyball, I think, in at a collegiate level. Okay. Well, let me show you a picture. We played the we we played the Sixers coming in because I got to be honest. Right now is kind of a golden age for Philadelphia sports. It really is. Eagles. This Super is never going to happen again. So just it might not. I, the the history suggests it won't. <laughs> but we've had. We've had the Eagles win a Super Bowl. Right. Villanova wins the second title in three years. Yep. Which new... which wasn't even a real game. Like no, they just dominated. That's a machine. From... That was a machine. Yeah, that was. And that, that kid, was game over. Motherfucker. What's his name? The the kid that scored thirty. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever his name is, that dude's a. They called him Michael Jordan of Delaware. <laughs> that was his name. They said, like, "Oh, it's Michael Jordan from Delaware." So, uh, but now the Sixers playing. The Flyers got bounced out the playoffs. They keep doing the same shit. But the Phillies are better than I thought they would. Yeah. I openly campaigned for the coach to be fired. I've formally withdrawn that. Okay. We oh. will take that <laughs> withdrawal. I'm sure he's relieved. <laughs> yeah, I know. He was worried for his job. But now the Sixers, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to say it on the podcast, the Sixers are going to the NBA Finals. Okay. They're the best team in the East. I don't I, – I, so far I haven't seen not one second of playoff basketball other than what I saw on Twitter that LeBron did the other day. Oh, but stop it. other than that That was ridiculous. I feel like there's no one else in the East who can No. I mean they're as likely to make it as anybody else who's left, I guess is what I'm saying. LeBron <laughs> is playing with four dudes from Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nah, he really is. Like if y'all can't cumulatively get twenty points and he's right. getting eighty I'm need right. y'all to just retire. Yeah, it's not good. No. It's not good. So we're thinking about just uh, having Daniel go up to Cleveland, help him out. He could. Yeah. Because some of their starters are woof. Yeah, rough. So, yeah, Sixers versus Houston, Golden State, whoever. But I do have the Sixers going to the finals. Very exciting time. The game was on, and a lot of people saw Meek Mill. We played him earlier. He's back. He's released. He is our Nelson Mandela. I said that uh, some time ago. It's like when Mandela got out of prison and came to the Springboks game in South Africa to help unite the country after apartheid. Meek Mill comes to the Sixers game to help unite. And he rang the bell. The bell. Yes. Didn't he? He he came to ring the bell. He was there with Kevin Hart. It was a tremendous moment. Little Dickie stopped by and said hello. I have no idea who that is. What? Little Dick. I've heard. I've heard of him, but I don't know. I wouldn't know him if I saw him. Is he like like one of these white rappers? Yeah, but he's like sick on some verses. Oh, like is he? Good. Yeah, Lil Dicky. Yeah, but he's usually like yeah, but not not is his it, Chris Brown one. Because is it little or Lil? Lil, Lil. But I think he's from Philly. Okay, because he's always at the game. Is he? Yeah, I'm kind of hating on that shit. What's up with because Kevin you're Hart? Like, you, so Kevin Hart was actually let in this time. <laughs> Yeah. They let him in? They let he him in He was courtside. <clears throat> he was courtside. Uh, I, I was watching it, though. I'm like, uh, the only person missing is Bill Cosby. Philadelphia legend. Where was he? <laughs> well, it turns out, okay, that Bill Cosby might not be much of anywhere mm-hmm. here and why, why in the that? near future. That's little dicky. Oh, I know him. Okay, I've seen him before. Uh, First off. He can rap. Uh, Freaky Friday. Mm-hmm. No, don't, don't do that one. Ex-boyfriend. Um, let me let me look something up. Y'all keep talking. He from he's from Philly. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think he is because he's always repping Philly. Okay, stuff. we'll take it. Hey, look, I want all the support we can get, even if it's little Dicky. What if it's uh, big Dicky? 
<laughs> now, Big Dicky is another issue. What? Uh, I can't think of it. Never mind. I got nothing. That's fine. So, what do you what do you think? We look good, right? Sixers look good. I I Simmons zero, but sure, yeah, yeah. I think I passed the first round. Anybody? I figured if you can get past the first round, you can do just about anything. Yeah. Um, if you could do professional rapper yeah. by Lil Dicky. Professional rapper. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so. What was I going to say to you? Mm. Well, well, we cut. We talked Meek Mill, Cosby, Philly Sports. Uh, if it wasn't one of those three, I don't know. No, something else. Hmm. Oh, I wanted to ask Brian, but he's researching. Brian represented us because we weren't able to go. I yes. had to work, and I think you were out of town for comedy. <sighs> yeah, okay. I, yeah, I was out of town for comedy, so I couldn't go. Right. Plus, they weren't going to pay me, so right. I wasn't going to go because of right. that as well. Same. In all yeah. candor. Well, here's the thing. Technically, it would be working if I was paid, but I always be getting paid <laughs> to teach dance. So I went to that. And I went to, to another city that was going to pay me. Because you know what doesn't pay my bills? Improv appearances. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be making money. As much as it would have fed our spirits. Yeah, no, I, I did really want to go. I just really couldn't. We need the bank account to get Hello, fed. how can I help you? Hi, my name's Dave Bird. Sammy can't uh, continue to go all over the today. world. It's with the money. Right, right, true. Actually, I'm a, I'm a rapper, so. Okay. And who are you here to see? Uh, Snoop Dogg. Says here, Snoop Deal, GG. Oh, yeah. He's right down the hall. First door to your right. Give him a knock and he Is should it? be right with you. Grab a seat. Thanks, I'm Dave. Very nice to meet. Dave, what it do? You can call me dog. Let me just check your sheet. No problem, sir. Let me just say, I'm a big fan of the shit that y'all made. I can't lie, I've been thinking about this all day. All good, there's a reason that we call Dave. Let me start with your background, where you come from. Sure, I was undergrad down there in Richmond. Before that. Are you talking about my hometown? Yeah. I was born okay, little big game! I don't know about my in the suburbs of our middle wealth around. Some real shit, you ain't never had to struggle for much. I wouldn't say it like that. We just had a different kind of trap. Elaborate. Well, I ain't never had a tool, but I had to be the man of school. Like I was doing shit I had to do. So when I finished undergrad, I'm cool and I could get whatever job I wanted. But the job you wanted wasn't all that bumping. Yeah, and I saw quick all the flaws that be coming when you grow like that. When you've been racing them rats, you, you ain't been making them rats. Oh, who would a hardship? That's How you said, get the rap shit started? Man, my bar mitts for money, but don't diss me, buddy. I wasn't one of them youngins up on the block who had nothing to lose. I must have wanted this a lot. I had something to choose. <laughs> look at that. I can see there's something to prove whooping your ass. Yeah, I guess. And look at Snoop is 60 years old hanging in there. Oh my God, it's the best. Bitches, let me drop on their breast. Literally, I can reinvent myself. I get a form to project myself. It's never born every morning. I wake up and try to best myself. I never gotta be suppressed or stealthy. Yo, I like Lil Dicky. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I can fit. Right? Yes, yes. I like his rhythm. His rhythm, his rhythm of rapping. It's it not the the Migo style that is right. so popular now. It, it, it reminds me of M and Dre in What About Dre or Forgot yeah. About Dre, where they yeah, playing yeah. off each other. Yeah. I like yeah. that. I'm gonna have to go home and check out Lil Dicky. Who signed him? Really? Okay. Like he's the one who discovered him. So they did that as like the. I thought Snoop was just doing game shows and hanging out with Martha Stewart. Turns I mean, out. He's doing this low key. <laughs> what? That's why it's Lil Dicky. Right. If it was Big Dicky, we, he'd have been, we'd all know. Right. But okay. uh, in okay. he's got a top song out right now with Chris Brown. It's called Freaky Friday. But it's hilarious because he's like, I woke up in Chris Brown's body. Like how they switch. And mm-hmm. so. Chris Brown starts rapping. He's like, what the fuck is this? Like, why is his mom always calling it? Like, so he's doing so, different shit. Yeah. I so like Lil that. Dicky was like, I look down. It's my dream dick. Because he talks about being a white guy and having a small dick. So he woke up in Chris Brown's body. 
Right. Did he have a, a an unreasonable urge to strike women? Did that happen when he woke up in Chris Brown's body? Nah, not that I know. That wasn't part of the lyrics. I don't think Chris Brown would have been like, yeah, yeah, put that in. <laughs> I wanted to smack that. a bitch. So, yeah. he just, <laughs> hey, we're gonna have to. You're gonna have to take that. Um, <laughs> that part about smacking Rihanna, take that out. But I'm little dicky, and I gotta listen. <laughs> Stop all that shit. You can't put that. <laughs> we in the middle of Me Too. Chill, bro. <laughs> Did you see the picture of Chris Brown that. choking some girl and he tried to pretend they were horse playing? What? Oh, no. this is great. Yeah. He, he's like, oh, we're just playing. And then you see her, she's like, ah. You know, so. All right. All right, okay. Chris. Hold on. So he's like, can I say the word? Because he woke up in Chris Brown's body. Oh. It's a beat song. Tiki torches. Kids on spring break. These two young men are doing a lot. Well, he did mention controversial past, though. He yeah. did mention controversial past. So that's kind of a... <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that is... Right, he wasn't talking about that, though. He was but the about, video... Wait, he got caught with a joint. That is a euphemistic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no, not that. I Anyways, that. you're welcome. I've now enlightened you with new things. I'm... So Philly's doing good, except for Bill Cosby. Man. To recap. Man. I was talking to my brother yesterday, and he said, man, that is so sad. I'm like, for the women? <laughs> Who are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> a rapist went to jail? Mm. I don't mm. know. I don't know. You know, uh, they say uh, one in every eight women have been raped. Come on, man. Probably one in <laughs> one in every six. We just, what, but, two of them yeah, are not saying. Are but here's what kills me about this is that you still have people that look at these situations and go well why didn't they say anything by now y'all should know how this shit works okay these traumas happen and some people are not comfortable opening themselves up to that kind of fucking scrutiny or a court system that half the time turns the victim into you know some figure that should be despised so it's like yeah i get why women don't say anything a lot of times that shit is not i don't know why that's still rocket science to people all because right. it's easier to say that than it is to actually open up your mind to what's really going on. That's why. Mm-hmm. It's easier to go, well, they should have said something. Than it is to go, well, yeah. Let's examine. Some men are gross. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> this is from the Sports Illustrated. Dear Jerry Richardson. Oh, yeah. Another it one. It says, my truth in letters. So this person comes I'll do it out. Let me do it in the DJ Khaled voice. Okay. Another one. <laughs> So she she starts with Dear Bob McNair and then Dear NFL. So she categorizes all these people. And then she says to Mr. Richardson, this is where shit got real. Oh, boy. Because I read the other stuff and I was like, okay, I see her point. Like she wrote Dear Coach Rivera because he broke the, the um, huddle with one, two, three, on three for Jerry. 
And she was like, are you fucking serious? Word. So, um, she starts out by saying, as the owner of the Carolina Panthers, you created a work environment that discriminated against women in a field that is already inherently gender biased. All of this is true. I was not allowed to eat in the football lunchroom, was not given a staff locker, was not allowed to fly on the team plane. I was not given team attire, was not allowed at practice, was not paid equally. All of this, that's not incredibly shocking to me. That's not what raised your eyebrows. Right. Fear and intimidation abound in the environment you created. So does sexual harassment. You were the owner. You told me you have all of the power, that you held authority regarding all team and numerous league-related matters, including handpicking Roger Goodell. Your 6'3 stature, deliberate upright gait, and turn-down mouth, the way you like to tightly hold people's arms to lead them, and your harsh tone. He was 6'3? I guess. Uh, I didn't... Richardson? Yeah. This is... This is the paragraph that shook me. I didn't know what to do when you started leaving me suggestive handwritten notes, insisting that I reply and then destroy the note. I didn't know what to do when you summoned me to your personal office, instructed me to sit in the chair across from you, pulled my chair towards you so you could rub, so you could sandwich my legs, which you proceeded to rub between yours. I didn't know what to do when you called me to your stadium suite in the middle of the week so you could take off my shoes, place my legs in your lap, and rub their entire length from toes to crotch. I didn't know what to do when you asked me to turn around so you could see how my jeans looked. I didn't know what to do when you brushed my breasts to put my seatbelt around me in the front seat of your car. I didn't know what to do when you put your hands on my mouth for me to kiss them. I didn't know what to do when you asked me uncomfortable sexually charged questions. I didn't know what to do, so I did what you told me to do. And then he has all these handwritten notes. Uh, which one of them was the hand or the week before we play New England, please do the following manicure, pedicure, facial, hair stuff, wear lip gloss. Second one, if I could, I'd pamper you more, rub your feet, shave your legs, put lotion on your body, etc., etc. The third one, you did not answer my questions. Do you think of me as one, your grandfather, two, your second father, three, your second husband, four, your friend, five, your boyfriend? Something's wrong there. Now let me mentally. That's not normal. Now let me ask you. So for the person, because I I think this is one of the oh, and then I regret I've never been able to give you pleasure. What's that? The end of it. Sorry. Go ahead. So this is one of the times I'm really glad Sammy is on the podcast. As a woman, when you read that, yeah, what is your response to people? A lot of times, men that hear that and say, "Well, you listed ten, a hundred things. Why didn't she leave sooner? Why didn't she?" Say like, what do you say to that? I say to that, um, one, you feel trapped. The man just told you he has all the power. So even if there's HR protocol in place, nothing's going to be done. This is the top dog. You have nobody to go to above him to complain. And if you leave, you don't know if when you leave, they're going to give you the shittiest review of your life. And I'm sure he has all of her contact information because he's in her employer. So then she's got, whether well, it's a family to feed or a career to think about. So she's got all that stuff. Right. Wow. And then you, and then I guess, it, is it a feeling of isolation to where nobody's got my back on this? Or if I say something, no yeah, one's going to. She, in that letter, again, on Sports Illustrated, she says, to the people around her, to my coworkers, to upper management who told me to answer when he called, to respond to his notes, to go to the games when he asks. All of these people are then enabling that behavior. 
whether it's right or wrong, but everybody's afraid to lose their job, so they're just succumbing to this awful behavior. So I think it's just it's so everyone it's a breakdown is. of the entire system. Mm. So then I, I mean because he's untouchable, right? And I guess there's some version of that going on at all sorts of places and employers. Uh, yeah. and so if it, so, then as men that are hearing this, right? right. Like me and Brian, uh, right? What can men do to? Is there or is there anything that men can do when they when they? hear this sort of thing and, and I think feel you know the, the best thing that has happened if I tell them of anything going on with me or anything that's happened in the past that they go you know as a whole I just want to apologize and granted that doesn't do anything but it's nice that you're like I empathize with you because that's bullshit and I I recognize that it's wrong I can't do anything to change it but at least I recognize that it's wrong and then you know don't go around letting the owner of an NFL team Grope women. And if you're in an organization, <laughs> right. let's, say you, let's say we work for the Panthers, what yeah. should those folks have been doing? Well, I think if I was her coworker, I would have absolutely told her to start recording things. Mm. Because mm. you shouldn't. I think the problem is a lot of women feel like they can't say no. Mm. At the end of the day, you're just saying a word, no. But that is hard. And I think there are just women who aren't, and I say aren't as strong, but aren't as confident in themselves to say, fuck this, I'm I'm not going to put up with this. So I think that's what it comes down to. And I the, think it's just a a really sick cycle that happens. So where do you, where do you think change comes from? Because this is disgusting. HR and ownership? I have no idea. You know, I think it's such a, a deep-rooted problem that you – Anybody in power, I mean, this happened with the comedians that have had allegations against them. Anybody with the power. The president. Right. We talked about how that sets the right. tone, right? For So anybody with this amount of power is going to think, oh, no, they want me. It's a false sense of confidence. Mm. Jerry Richardson, let me just tell you, nobody wants that ass. Thank you. Nobody. All caps. Right. But they think. In their mind, or they think I have so much power and money that I can offer them something. If they don't want me physically, I'll give them this, and this will make them want me. Because he would give her envelopes of cash to like go pamper herself. So essentially, you're making her like your prostitute, but you're not having sex with her, but you're still sexually exploiting her in turn for money that she's not asking for. I wonder if there's like some kind of protocols the and league can put in place. Or she just... said that she was like the protocol that's in place didn't do anything because there's no other top dog. Mm. And if you've got somebody, I think somebody like that with just a huge confidence and air about themselves because they know how much money they ha- they have. The fuck is going on out there? Somebody's dying. Um, oh, that's a drill. Sounds like a drill. Okay. Thought somebody was coughing. Um, anyways, so I think somebody with all of that, you that's not a normal personality. The shit that you're writing to somebody like that, that's not normal. That seems like you're juvenile mentally. Yeah, as, a, as an 80-year-old man, and I don't know right. how, how old this woman is, but but as an 80-year-old man, 80-year-old man, there's a fairly good chance she does not look at you as, as her boyfriend. Right. So... And I think as far as like what, you know, what men can do, and I know it's hard and a lot of this stuff happens behind closed doors, but I think if you see it happening. Say something. Yeah. 
but here's the thing. Call the guy a, out. A lot you know, of people won't doing? if right. they're because then you'll get fired. Right. I have so many stories of people protecting other people because they don't want to lose their job. When at the end of the day, that's fine. Then you will burn in hell because you are a terrible person for protecting a piece of shit. And I think the larger problem is that in so many instances, your job depends on that. Why do we have a system where you can lose your livelihood for doing the right thing? Right. Like right. what the fuck is wrong we're with not, the system? Because we're not in the Boy Scouts. You know what I mean? People are more concerned about themselves than they are doing the right thing. Side note, I met somebody at one of the places that I bartend. And they said, hey, yeah, I know a bunch of people in this city. I can give you some contacts. We had a great conversation for like an hour and a half. Are they available to be on the podcast? <laughs> uh, maybe. But so I'm like, oh, okay, well, here's my contact info. And he gave me his card, right? Text me. Great meeting you, blah, blah, blah. This is how it ends. Ready? This next part may sound a bit weird, but on a personal level, I felt we had a connection. Not just because we both love brie, because the cheese, I love brie. Billions will be um, different show. Not sure when you're off, but I'm staying here. Room blah, 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 if you want to connect before I leave town tomorrow. Come on, yo. <sighs> yeah. It just never fucking ends for me. No, and that's the thing with guys like that. I legit didn't have a, and I talked about my boyfriend, and he talked about his wife. But it doesn't any any attention that you pay to them is an open door. That's the problem. That right there is is the the base level problem. I can be friends with Will and not want Will's dick. I can be friends with Brian and not want Brian's dick. You can be friends with me and not want to have sex with me. It is rare. For guys to be friends with females without motivation behind it or anything like that, but I just don't understand. Are you? This is your first time meeting me, and you essentially proposition me. Oh, not essentially. That, that yeah, yeah, that absolutely was yeah. What are we doing wrong in the raising of boys? I don't know. Because this stuff, it feels almost like they're being socialized a certain way, right? And this is the outcome. Yeah. Of, like, what are we getting wrong? How, how, rap, rap songs. <laughs> how old was this guy? Oh, he was an adult. Well, like what, like old forty-five. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. So it's not. It's it's. I think it's it's less about. And that sucks for me because that was going to be a good connect for me. Yeah. And yeah. I read the first part and I was like, okay, I'll respond later, and didn't see the second part, and I was like. Come mm-hmm. on. And so you didn't respond at all then? No, I responded and I just ignored it. Like a day or so later. I was like, great meeting you. Thanks for the connects. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I it's, it's not, it's something in some guys that they just, it, it's. You it's, felt a personal connection with me? It, it, no, he didn't feel any. No, I know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's just, it's absurd. But you paid attention to him. Of course. And you and you responded to him. Right. And he had something that you wanted and and you responded to that. And so to, to That to makes some it guys, sound like it's an open door. Right. And if Not today, Harvey. Not for today. For some guys if you throw that line out 10 times, maybe one person bites. Yeah. That's just it's gross to me. I oh I, I yeah. It's uh, yeah. It, you shouldn't it almost, just be throwing shit at a wall and seeing what sticks. Of course not. It really is a serious objectification. Yeah. Of other people, like she's here for my pleasure, 
Right. Like we're having a discussion and she's here. I mean, after we finished, I left and I didn't say anything <laughs> to him. But I, I, you know what? And I, I had this weird. Not it was a weird conversation. But I performed down in Greenville, South Carolina last week, and this dude came up after the show. Which, Greenville, South Carolina in itself is a weird conversation. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> they always show me love. I got to shout out Greenville. No, they're good. But it's it better is. than Greenville, North Carolina, which right. is like middle of nowhere. <laughs> well, this dude, so I'm, I'm talking to him after the show, and he goes, man, I listened to the podcast that you did with Big J Okerson. Okay. When we had him and Dave Smith here. I think Sammy was here for that day. She was, Yeah, you. It was the four of us. Because we were I, talking about Trump and all that other stuff, and me and Dave were disagreeing about the statements he made and the allegations, and we kind of... Was that the first time Jay was here, or this last time oh, Jay was It could have been either time. Okay, so anyway... Time, I think you weren't here the last time. It was just... Yeah. Set, right? Okay, so yeah. I don't want okay, so to get lost in that. That's but, uh So I'm talking to him, and he goes... Um, he said, man, I heard the podcast y'all did with Big Jay, and he said, I'm a fan. And he said, I wasn't going to come to this show, but I heard the podcast and remembered your name and I drove here. That's amazing. To see you perform, which is cool, right? Yeah. Nice moment. Yeah. Here's what happened next. Oh Lord. I don't know why nice shit just can't just fucking happen. And right. Exist you should have just been like, it. stop there. Right. I should have just stopped. Away. I should have put my fingers on his lips. <laughs> I should have did a Jerry Richardson. <laughs> That's and it. then close your eyes slowly. <laughs> That's it. My lovely. And then walked away. <laughs> I'll handwrite you a note later. Shh. <laughs> I, I should have done the Ayan Levine say, don't say another word. Walk my away. Love. <laughs> Walk away. Walk away. But I didn't. I stayed. And I kept listening. There's your fucking problem. That buddy. was the fucking problem. I got to know when to get off the stage. Right. So he keeps talking. And he goes, well, came to see you. Love the podcast. I should have left. I didn't. Then he says, uh, yeah, because at first I saw that the headliner was uh, some bitch that was on The View. Okay. So. <sighs> And I wasn't going to come to fucking see her. So you're why I'm here, bro. Did you punch him right in the dick? Because I feel like that's an appropriate response. Let me show you who's the bitch now. Bam! This woman is a 20-some year veteran of comedy. That doesn't matter. Yeah, She's a human being. But yeah. they, all these accolades and everything else. And this dude Simplifies reduced her it. some yeah. bitch that's been on The View. I would have bitch slapped him with my penis if I had one. And he's probably listening because he likes the podcast. Bro. You got to stop that shit. Here's the problem. That type of mentality is it like is why it's women are viewed less because you're it's the reduction of a human being. Right, it's a guy who's been rejected by women and who can't deal with it. But you know what? And, and so women are and, and, bitches and but, but I gotta, that's really unfortunate. But I, it is unfortunate. But I gotta but I gotta take some ownership of that because I think that part. Did of you this, say anything back to it? I what I said was okay. We don't gotta let's just move on. But I didn't address it directly. Right. Right. I didn't say yo. I think I think what you did was an appropriate yeah. way to do it because at the same time you don't want to have this guy up in arms like nah no no and get loud about it because you said oh, okay well okay. Like, we're done. Because now you know I'm no longer comfortable with this conversation, so let's move on. But does he know that talking that way is a problem? Or well, that he I should, just because you shut on. it down. Yeah, but he's not smart enough to pick up on that. Oh, well, now he is, because Plus it's on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, now it's here. So, for all the men listening, right? All the men Unless listening. Unless you're a rapper. <laughs> it is never okay to refer to women as some bitch that was here or there. Right. Like, these are... People that deserve your fucking respect, and 
that shouldn't be part of the way you communicate about women. Right. And that I feel is something I should have said to him. Right. But I didn't. And that is that's the other prong of what you're talking about is not only is it up to men to stop this behavior. Right. it, It partially is up to us to step up. And confront some of these things but and see, this in is our why own circles. I have note. Will Jr. Mm-hmm. turns two or one the tomorrow. Third. One. Oh, I'm sorry. Will yes. Third, yeah. Trey. Will <laughs> Trey um, turns one tomorrow. Yeah. And this is where you said, you know, is there something and how we're raising these kids? No, I have no doubt in my mind that he is going to be such a respectful young man. He's yeah. going to grow up with great teaching because he has you. Yeah. But then I look at this guy from my job. Who has a son? And I'm like, are you oh. not even teaching him this, but just showing him, showing him that, that that's okay? We got another generation of that. Mm-hmm. Right. Because scary. that's where the cycle comes in. It's scary. And, you know, not great things have been said about uh, Mr. Richardson's son. Yeah. Well, see, this is. But look what he <clears throat> had to lead him. We yep. got to we got to we got to step up with this stuff. We, we have to because I because I'm looking at. OK, so let's say you're in a conversation. Yeah. And somebody's talking with you and they go, oh, yeah, the N word to co-host a podcast with you. I would lose my fucking mind. And though. that's what I'm saying I would is lose my mind. it's not enough to just be like, OK, we don't have to refer to him like that. Let's right. just move on. It's right. like, yo. And, and that's the step I have to take is to because it's uncomfortable as hell. Yeah. But we got to confront our own circle. Right. Because I think a lot of the times, anytime there's, you know, a, a racist or sexist remark made, it's easier to just curb the issue. Yeah. And those people are so like, everybody's going to be okay with this if I throw this word or that word. And they're not going to directly confront me that they will. It's comfortable for them. They don't care if it's uncomfortable for you. Right. So at the very least, even if what I'm saying to him doesn't change the way he acts, right. he at least knows here's one place I can't do that shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where was this Where was this um, other comedian when he was saying that? She had already left. So well, we, we and her had gave a left. big hug. She pe- I was going to interview her for the podcast. So, so I'm, I'm, a, I'm just saying this to say that I'm a work in progress and I, I'm not right. sitting here going, that's for them. Well, to you didn't laugh it right. off and I think that's what happens. Like when people are uncomfortable, they're like, oh, <laughs> but that then makes them think it's okay. I think you shut it down. Yeah. And that was the right thing you know, to do. Could you have been more more assertive in shutting it down? Absolutely. But you shut it down. Yeah. And it starts there. It starts, you know, I'm sure yeah. I've had opportunities when I could have shut some stuff down. Clearly I'm more aggressive because I'm like, <laughs> I would have punched him right in the dick. <laughs> I feel like I should have punched him in the dick. <laughs> and yeah! Who's the bitch now? That would have been the I'm epic. the bitch. <laughs> That's right. That's what happened. I'm the bitch from the view. And then you should have recorded it <laughs> and, then, and put that on the podcast. Now that would have gone viral and then we really would have seen some change. Right. <laughs> if men thought they were going to get punched in the dick. Anytime we'll call, they did something stupid. I yeah. would stop calling women bitches. If, oh, well, I never started. <laughs> well, but I, if, I, if that were an issue for me, I would stop if I knew I was going to get punched in the dick. Right. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so anyway, we got a long ways to go. But conversations like this are important. Yeah. And people should be having them. Yeah. Like, it's not enough to just. And, and if you're not having them, just play our podcast on full blast while yes. riding around there with you your windows down. And here's the thing <laughs> I want to tell all the men listening. Here's the thing to not do. I know this one. Don't grab I, them by the pussy. And I know it from dealing with race. Okay. I'm just transferring it to dealing with gender issues. When, a, when somebody like Sammy or someone else in your life, or if someone's talking about what Sammy just said, the thing to do is not go, 
Well, some women lie too now. Yeah, no, oh my God. Yo, yo. That will also get you punched in the D. <laughs> yeah. okay? Yo, that right. I that ain't the fucking headline. Right. <laughs> like you're, them you're, two yeah. women in Wisconsin that lied one time, that ain't got nothing to do with this fucking epidemic we talk about, right? Right. Like, so don't do that. Thank you. It's Thank a you. False will. equivalence. Don't Thank do you for it. that PSA. Yes. So men. The one thing you can do if you're a piece of shit and you just are struggling with being a piece of shit. Just keep your mouth shut. Shut up. <laughs> shut Sometimes up. shut up. Yeah. yeah. When somebody, when a woman, especially when a woman's speaking to you about these issues, shut up. Well, if they're an idiot, they're probably not getting spoken to about these issues. <laughs> Unless she's Tommy Lauren and don't listen. <laughs> right. And then just let that fall on deaf ears. That bitch from Fox News. No, nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> that is, that, that is an humor. example of what is not okay. As That's much right. as I disagree with her. She is not that bitch from Fox News. Ooh. She's a woman I disagree with vehemently. And so does every other person in the world. <laughs> with a working supporters. brain. Except for Kanye. Yo! Uh. Kanye! Meek Mill got out just in time to replace Kanye. This is why I call him Mandela. We needed him. He's the hero we need. We set up a Meek signal, and they came to the Sixers game. I mean, is it a coincidence that the Avengers movie just dropped, too? I mean, obviously. <laughs> There's a lot of... The moving universe. parts here and that all fit together. Superhero. Black Panther came out and then Kanye came out with this shit. I don't know what's going on with Ye. I'm only here for the music and I don't know how much longer I'm here for that. Yeah, I didn't like his new stuff. His new stuff isn't... His old stuff is what I like. So I don't like his new Twitter stuff at all. His new Twitter <laughs> stuff is like... His new Twitter release. Yo, <laughs> and Donald Trump is like, yo, shouts out oh, to yo, my sure. man Kanye. Sure. <laughs> what? And Chance. Right? Chester Rivers on yeah. this time. He was the happy one that sang like this. And everybody liked Chance. And now, I don't know, Brian, what's going on? Jim Brown, a civil rights icon, is talking. Oh, Donald Trump, I just had dinner with him. What oh, are shitty? you doing? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. They had Mar-a-Lago. No, uh, I Mar-a-Lago. I don't know. They had Vetiligo. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on right now, people. I I we're in a weird space. Weird space. You want to bring it back? Yeah. To a happy place? Okay. I like happy places. Okay. Because I was telling you about this, but John Legend and Chrissy Teigen yes met in 2007. One of my favorite couples. Mine too. Yeah. Because the model was cast as his love interest in a music video called Stereo. We spent the whole day dancing together, grinding together, he said, and uh we made a music video. They became a couple and have been together for more than a decade. Legend told the publication an attempted breakup that lasted only half an hour. He said, I was really stressed and busy. I was just like, I'd be happier single right now. And she was like, no. <laughs> so nope. Chrissy Teigen was like, it wasn't a typical breakup. He was on tour and his voice hurt. He was being a whiny face about everything. And so, yeah, I was like, no. <laughs> Can we reenact that real quick? So I'll be John Legend. Okay. Right. And I'm going to say that the way I think John Legend would have said it. Okay. It's about that time I think that we should maybe split this up. No. But if you think about it, we're just ordinary people. No. <laughs> and see. Yeah. That's Sometimes you just got to tell somebody no. That reminds me. I was just talking about with my wife this morning about that same thing. I had asked this older couple, right? This older couple sitting on a park bench. 
and they were like holding hands and just Aww. really. And I'm, I thought it was the cutest thing. And he was like, "This is my side piece." Well, here's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I walk up to him and I'm like, "Listen, I said y'all are beautiful." And I said, I just had to ask, how long have y'all been married? And they said, like, 50 years. It was oh, a long time, right? Yeah. So I said, well, what's the key? I always ask people that. Yeah. What's the key? And uh, they gave me a very honest answer. He said, you know what, man? He said, I'll tell you. He said, there's times where I fell out of love with her over mm. these 50 years. And he said, there's times where she fell out of love with me. Mm-hmm. He said, but that never happened at the same time. Oh, wow. So... Because marriage is hard. Yeah. And there's times where you just ain't feeling the shit. Right. But the other person is there to be like I mean, Chrissy he's not Teigen. speaking from personal. Right. But to your Teigen. Yeah. She's like, nope. No, yeah. Stop it. You're being stupid. Come yeah. back. How do you doing? Right? Yeah. So that is part of the deal. I thought that was a, a, a something special. That's a really sweet moment. I thought you were going to say when you walked up and said, you guys are beautiful, he would have been like, I don't have any change, sir. Please <laughs> immediately when someone's like yeah. hey can i talk no that's what happens to my beautiful moments <laughs> i gotta shut it down i gotta shut it down because some bullshit is on the way right that's what i've learned shut the shit down here's a little soft pitch to you and oh we're gonna go we're gonna smack you with some bullshit here in a second fortunately they did not they hit me yes. with some interesting some knowledge and you know that's really sweet though i thought that was cute. I like that. so it reminded me of what you just talked about is that a good note to wrap on yeah we covered everything right because there's times where I fall out of love with this I podcast. I normally we have. But, <laughs> but then I podcast, come back. Sammy. And, is and always, I tell you, no. Shh, 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 shut up. You're not going anywhere. Please. Please. Do we so, have the soundboard where he says, I just like the dick flopping around? Not yet. Damn no, it. The that would have been recording. a good. Sh- well, until next week, everybody. Be good. Be safe. Be respectful. And uh, know when to. Shh. And the improv thing went just fine. The Comedy Zone Podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone Podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. 